Hey friends, welcome to this Valentine's Week edition of Women Work and Wine Wednesday, a place for professional women to unwind and get to know someone who's walked in your shoes. I couldn't have chosen a better guest for this Valentine's Week episode because Yvette Marr has a gift of making everyone feel loved. Sitting in her living room, I felt like I was the only person in the world. She has a real gift for living her purpose out loud and inspiring people around her to live their dreams. That must be why she runs Dream Center in Colorado Springs. So grab a glass of wine and sit down with us. This is going to restore your soul. Um, I think I've been mispronouncing your name all the time. Everybody does. It's Is all it good. Mar, like the planet without the S. <laughs> That's so cute. Okay, Yvette, I am so excited to be with you. Um, I'm always excited to be with you, but we get to share who Yvette is with other people. Ooh, that's a little I, scary. <laughs> uh, well, everyone who knows you disagrees. Oh, thanks. Uh, I, I, I know you for the work you do at the Dream Center, and you know, a friend introduced us because she knew that we'd be really like-minded souls. But tell us the general background, the 411, on your career life. Career life, uh, 21 years at Focus on the Family, uh, nonprofit here in Colorado Springs, yeah. internationally known. Yeah. Uh, probably most everybody's heard of at least one facet or another, but mm -hmm. Focus on the Family, and went from Focus on the Family to New Life Church, another large uh, mega church here in Colorado Springs. And what and was your role there? Yes, so executive pastor. At New Life, and uh, responsibilities were women's ministry, community, small groups, um, and I started out with something called Fifty Plus Life, which is a fun part of my uh, tenure there. Yeah. Um, it was the senior adults' generations, what uh -huh. it used to be called, and I said, "No way, I'm I'm not even fifty yet." When I started, and so oh, I said, "All right, we hard. have to change the. We got to kick this up a notch." And yeah. so 50 plus life was part of my responsibilities there. And then uh, two years now at Dream Centers, which is also here in Colorado Springs, a nonprofit for yeah. single moms and their kids at Mary's Home, and then uninsured and underinsured women uh, at our women's clinic. Just women in our city who are vulnerable to uh, poverty and generational poverty and who sometimes fall through the crack of mm -hmm. society. So. Right, and just the name Dream Centers mm -hmm. connotes that they see a bigger hope, a bigger future Absolutely. when they go through. Tell just a little bit about what somebody's experience is with the Dream Center. Oh my goodness. Well, again, the two initiatives mm -hmm. are the women's clinic, and so uh, uninsured and, and underinsured women who come with a full suite of services that we provide, but a, but a need that they have. So they come to the clinic with a health issue and we are able to then step in and walk with them through the entire process and have so many great service providers, mm -hmm. partnerships. Um, so if it is beyond something that we're able to help them with, then we can extend that out to greater services So for, in healthcare. So you um, negotiate for, on their behalf Yes, the kinds of... Uh, connections they need. Yeah, and we have advocates who literally walk through the medical uh, journey. I mean, it's so difficult to understand. My goodness, just filling out paperwork right. is so difficult. So we have advocates who step in with these women to help them just navigate. Right. 
And then our moms at Mary's home. Um, sadly, we have a, a problem, much like the rest of the world, with what's called transitional homelessness. Hidden homelessness are single moms and their kids who are living in their car. 92% have been uh, and are fleeing domestic or sexual violence and abuse. Mm. And so they come to this place of either couch surfing or just trying to figure out how do I stabilize with safety and care. Right. And that's what Mary's Home provides. It's stabilizing safety and care, a holistic program to help them with life skills and get on their feet and dream for a different future than most likely most of them have had. So stepping in with uh, moms and their kiddos and it's generational benefits. Right. And that dreaming, I imagine, is what attracted you to that role. Yes. Because you like to help people create a vision. I do. Articulate a vision. Talk a little bit about what you love about creating vision boards and how you lead people through that process. Oh, goodness. It's, it's almost like eating for me. I mean, I love food. I'm a foodie and it's like breathing. When I can sit down with someone and one, help them to see beyond maybe today because today may not be holding the happiest place of where they are or where they've been and they really need to be able to look forward to say, am I ever going to move from this? And I love to sit down, especially with women, and talk about that their current situation, if it is sad or grief or negative or hard place does not define their future right. and to help sort of just pull out of them let's start with a blue sky I tell everybody let's just dream big no holds barred like if if finances and time and space and people and relationship were were not a consideration dream with me what's beautiful about you and start telling them and, and pulling out of them those places that maybe they haven't even been free enough or invited to dream or speak of to another person. And to be able to do that, just sitting down and frankly sitting down with food and hopefully with wine and with a table full of uh, magazines and markers and creative possibilities with a poster board and we sit down and, and I do ask them to uh, sort of play a movie. Play the movie. How, how does this story end in your movie? And get them talking and get them just, what's That's the soundtrack? Great. Yeah. Uh, what are the sights, sounds, smells? How, where, where are your senses? And bring them to not only just the present and to be mindful of their presence, but really let's start pulling out the skills and the passions and the dreams and the desires and the hopes oh. for the future. And, and let's create a little board so that you can actually look at this vision board or dream board, whatever you want to call it, but to be able to look at that and be reminded uh, with pictures and maybe words and colors and come back and, and focus on that to be able to dream towards something of not today. I find that a lot of women are kind of in the moment, which is not bad, but sometimes it feels stuck. Right, mindfulness is one thing, but if we are overly mindful about where we are, then we're not focused on the future. Yeah, I love the concept because my life strategy design workshops have a whole component of taking a look at your life. 
what are your innate passions and your innate talents? And then what have you learned to really add to those skills so that you can build this composite? I love the idea of creating a movie because it gives you the, the chance to use all your senses. Uh, to, to What do you smell? What are you cooking? Who are you hanging out with? What kind of music is playing? Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. What a great idea. My sisters and I play a game of, uh, okay, if, if ever anybody's going to do a movie about our life, which, by the way, who even knows what that would be rated or what it would be. <laughs> but if anybody were going to do a movie, we've played the game. Okay, who plays, you know, who plays me, who plays mom, who plays my sister, who's going to play my dad? We just have this fun rolling conversation about the movie called Our Life. But it is kind of fun to put it in a setting, give it the soundtrack, play out the scenes, kind of think about it, if you will, in a way that just allows us permission right. to step into... Uh, what it could be and maybe will be because nothing is lost mm -hmm. nothing is lost we you and I were just chatting about equity I mean there's emotional equity there's equity of our lives right. that um, we get to pull from and draw from but again I, a lot of times I just find women have not been given permission or invitation to do that right. so I love doing that yeah we we get herded through life with blinders on almost yeah. and then end up uh, in so many cases pursuing a career that just happened to be an open door right. and I spoke with one woman who said I don't really know how I got here and I just work really hard and I'm really good at completing tasks and as soon as she said that I knew wow her soul is not yet mm. engaged so we're working on that. Yeah. It's so much fun that you get to make dreams come true for people. It's almost like, like one of the fantasy island of Colorado <laughs> Not quite that good. But um, you've been pointing at that book, The Desire Map. You, you're going through a process where you're starting mm -hmm. to envision your own future, mm -hmm. which is pretty neat because you have grown kids. Mm -hmm. You do. A lot of people would think, I've done it. I'm, I'm just going to kick back and relax now. Oh man, but there I is am just no... getting started. Yeah. I am just getting started, truly. I, I think that's a beautiful thing. I can see it in your eyes and in your smile. You have so much yet to live mm. in your life. Yet, you're, you were raising kids those 21 years yes. at Focus on the Family, yeah. right? Yeah. How was that? How were you able to keep harmony between your responsibilities at work and keeping those kids... Well, it's a, it's a great question. I had a dear friend um, when I was at Focus say to me, um, you can have it all. Uh, you just can't have it all at the same time. And, Keep going. and so really embracing that and really thinking about that helped me to really navigate the seasons yeah. that I was in. And um, I, I went to work part-time when I first started out at Focus on the Family and frankly for adult conversation. We have twin daughters and in one year later after the girls were born we had our son. So I basically had you know triplets and three under three and crazy making and so I wanted a part-time job in the evenings for adult conversation and that someone is not gonna throw up on me or you know I didn't have to blow their nose exactly. and that was truly the goal and so I took a part-time job in the evenings answering phones at Focus on the Family. Oh, yeah. When my husband got home, tap in, I'm tapping out, uh, they're fed, they've been bathed, they're just ready for bed 
and then I went to my part-time job. Nice. And sweetly, the Lord really did allow me to have a, a season there. Yeah. I could not have done it without my husband. I could not have done it without the support of us balancing and juggling that. And I know I'm blessed because of that. Yeah. Um, not everyone is so fortunate to be right. able to have someone to share all those tap in, tap out moments, right? But right. I did, I was very blessed. And we had, we just had a very unconventional uh, season there when the kids started school is when I went to work. Mm -hmm. And um, he did a lot of the field trips. He knew all the other mom's names and field trip, you know, notes and permission slips and lunches. And he did a lot of those because- he was really popular. Yes, he was, yes he was. But because when I did go full time, then I was working during the days mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. had to miss a lot of those. But I tell you what, as well, it really made for a sweet space of time with dad yeah. and bonding. And they will now, even today, the twins are uh, married with families of their own. So is our son, uh, 31 and 30. And um, they can now tell you and have sweet memories of all those times. And when dad would pick them up or mom would drop them off and you know, just memories with both of us. So yeah. we, again, we balanced that. Um, it did get harder. Uh, I would come home. I will tell you a big lesson that I had to learn is changing hats in the car ride home. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I learned that one the hard way yeah. uh, because I was in a, a leadership position mm -hmm. as a vice president and a senior vice president at yeah. Focus on the Family. Yeah. And I had a little ride home uh, where I had to change hats. Because yeah. I walked in the door, uh, sometimes, and my husband, if he were here, would say, uh, a lot of times, um, thinking I was still senior vice president, mm -hmm. you know, and so... My uh, husband has actually <laughs> said, Donna, I don't work for you. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I know yep. what you mean. So you know what I mean. And that, that was a hard yeah. season of transitioning, but I'm grateful. I mean, we had to learn to navigate that. Um, so there was times when working did get in the way and yet there are times when our my kids it provided us a lot of resources it provided us a lot of just experience and knowledge and understanding in in areas that my husband and i didn't know how to navigate i mean yeah. with focus on the family i always joke and say that umbrella over our family for those 21 years kept us married and frankly kept me from not eating my children or selling them <laughs> to the circus because um, you know, life's tough, but I had amazing resources. Right. And so we, we as a family were really blessed That's great. with that. So I, I would say to anyone, make sure your career and or vocation, that job that you are doing is blessing you, not just in the paycheck you yeah. know, area of your life. Are you learning? Are you growing? Is your family learning and growing? Is there, um, opportunity there for other people to to be experiencing and walking out what it is you're in this season for right not just a paycheck mm -hmm. I think that's really smart and now that you're in a uh, empty nest phase yes you, you're a grandma yes um, you're still planning your next oh always always planning your next I figure I'm finally 
frankly, over the hump a little bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at the wrinkles on my face. I have earned everyone. They all, the, my timeline, I call them my timelines. <laughs> they tell a story. I can yeah. give you years and segments on my face of life and life happening. So I, I feel like I'm just over that hump of going, I don't have to learn that same lesson again. Right. Bought the t-shirt in every size. Been there, done that. There's a little bit of wisdom. There's a little bit of growth and understanding, a whole lot of grace and mercy yeah. uh, with the Lord and people that are in my sphere of friendship and community that um, I just feel like we're just getting started. Oh. I mean, really, there's no winter in our life. You know, there's, yeah. I feel like there's a seasons, there are seasons, yeah. but you know, we don't get to just curl up. And, it sounds There's boring. time for that, but uh, a bit. You know, in and out, yeah, but mm -hmm. it's got to be balanced with, I'm not dead. This side of heaven, man. <laughs> what, Lord? Where are we going? That's what are you going to teach me? Because I'm still learning, but I do feel like he is allowing me new spaces. Um, he's pouring into me. Life's pouring into me. You are pouring into me. Connection, friendships are pouring in. Yeah. And how am I pouring that out and into others? Uh. That's sweet. Well, one of the ways that you do that is sharing your beautiful home. Mm. I, I uh, had so much fun last week when we had our big professional women's meeting here. It was fabulous. It was a fabulous location. Um, just everyone felt so at home. And the spirit was just electric. And I think part of that is just the spirit in this house. Mm. It's just full of, it's homey. It's beautiful, <laughs> but I walk around barefoot very comfortably here. Good, good. <laughs> I want you to, and that's an answer to prayer. It really is just an answer to prayer. We haven't always had a space uh, where we could invite people in to just be yeah. and to come and rest and find respite. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't want to ever take it for granted. So that's great. Yeah, I love. I love that you. Um, continually think about this as a gift that you want to share. It's a gift. I've it is a gift. Always felt that way about every home that we've had. I kind of like to just take this off your hands, but yeah. <laughs> just come and stay with me. Well, I will come, come do stay an here. overnight. We I can know. slumber party. I know that. I know the trick. I know that. I know where the key is hidden. See, you kidding. do. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Maybe you're invited in. Makes me feel really, really Yay. special. Make sure you cook though while you're here. I, you know, part of why I love this house is I'm looking at that kitchen. You know, and our, I'm grateful for the house that we have and the kitchen that we have now, but that big stove just calls mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. It and, does. Um, you need to answer the call. I need to answer the call. I need to. I need to come and just enjoy cooking yes. as opposed to the survival cooking that I do. Um, honestly, in our house, everyone cooks. Everyone takes a day because I have teenagers. You can do that. And you can. That's yeah, right. Yeah, except for when it's, you know, heavy sports season. Then yeah. it's back to mom reheating things from Costco. <laughs> so what do you, you know, you've managed people in the past, and you probably manage a team now. Um, what do you see as the greatest uh, need for teams um, to be completely effective? What do we need in leaders in order for um for companies to manage their human assets really successfully? Wow, that's a great question. Um, I have to say, I think vision for the person, not just for the organization, because we tend to put people in their one lane. Right. 
and it's the lane that we hired them in for and we think we check the box and we move on yeah but people are people are fabulous right. <laughs> we're not computers we're not one lane we're multifaceted and I think a good leader will bring in the person but watch and listen and learn and lean into their many gifts and their many skill sets even if it doesn't align with the job description per se right um, but they would be able to look at that individual learn that individual and see where they would best be uh, used now we can't we don't always have the luxury of hiring in for a particular job and then placing them somewhere else right but even in the role that they're in if we can look at all the components of what they bring to the table as a value uh, even if it doesn't fit exactly so I like to to tell people your one lane that you were hired in for just went to an LA you know like Freeway. 14 lane yeah <laughs> we are 14 lanes wide yeah. let's move within those and see where you're best gonna be able to grow and learn and contribute to the organization nice um, and yeah just helping people to see that and understand that I think makes for a great team environment right uh, a great work culture environment right. and then I think the organization thrives when we see people again as assets uh, for the mission and the vision but also for their mission and, and yeah. vision where there's growing. value attached yeah. to every single there's person. loyalty mm -hmm. you know you don't want to constantly be looking for a different job if your oversight sees you hears you learns you steps mm -hmm. into that place and loves you respects you to help discipline in areas of growth you know we, we have to earn the right to be heard yeah and I think that's missed sometimes we right. just again we check the box and we treat every person like a production line mm-hmm it happens a lot yeah Wow I love your perspective it's so in line with everything that I teach and try to adhere to so may you multiply your spirit <laughs> <laughs> well this book you referred to this book um, and it's a guide to creating goals with soul nice and so that little concept right there has been just really big for me I think of late I don't know age you know perimenopause pick your hormone whatever mm -hmm. season of life but uh, creating goals with soul is becoming a philosophy in home work community friendships for me right now and so I kind of put that over to your workplace question of um, not just goals for goals sake yeah. you know not just uh, leads and lags and measures right but really uh, growth and contribution and um, at the end of the day when we when we're on the other side of this season mm -hmm. when we look back my goodness did we learn did we grow did we contribute to what the Lord has given us we're stewarding well yeah and we need to be stewarding our time and our what I call you know all of our assets all the equity that we bring let's nice. steward it well nice yeah absolutely and we are stored even of our bodies and I think there's a part of taking care of your physical body that's a part of that because mm -hmm. to, to really be the best at what you do you need to bring your whole self to the table and that means a body that's just primed to, to mm -hmm. thrive 
Well, we could talk forever. It's too much <laughs> fun. You have to tell me about the wine that you chose. Okay. I chose a wine called 1000 Stories, and I love this wine. I'm going to grab the bottle. Yeah. I it's a it's a wine that's aged in bourbon barrels, right? Yes. Yeah. Hey, you just have to know. This is so much fun on so many levels. Okay, so this beautiful wine, 1000 Stories bourbon barrel aged. I'm a Kentucky girl. Yeah, I mean, yeah. hello. I, I can put anything in a bourbon barrel and be happy. But <laughs> it's a Zinfandel. It's California. Uh, this bottle is uh, 2016. It's just one of my most favorite, favorite wines, both to drink and to share, because uh, I was gifted a fun little book. And I'm going to hand you this book. It's called Happy Place. And every time we open a bottle of 1,000 Stories, I've asked people to jot down where you are, what's happening, give me a little story of the day, give me a little story of what do you think of this wine, or just today, share a story with me. I would love to collect 1,000 stories in my little book, and that means I've shared this bottle of wine with multiple people, family and friends that along the road, we're just capturing fun things that we can all look back and reflect yes. on over this great bottle of wine. I love it. It's like the concept of when you're sharing that bread starter and they have yes. to go bake a, yes. I want to start it's giving away version. journals with a bottle of wine saying, yes. now you go buy a bottle of wine for somebody else and collect your stories. There you go. I think that's fantastic. I can't wait to write my story. I already know I'm going to share it with my husband on Valentine's Day. And I guarantee you, he won't listen to this, so it won't be a problem. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Probably sit out by the fire pit. Oh, yay. What we call the Texas TV, uh, even though we're in Colorado. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so thanks for taking time today. Um, so glad. Well, actually, this is going to air on the 13th, right before Valentine's Day. Wow, happy Valentine's so, Day. Yeah, this is a good time to talk about stories and sharing wine. So thanks for that. It's so fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm so glad you came to join us for this Woman Work in Wine Wednesday podcast. Do you want more wine? Check out my wine palace at 360 Life Strategies on Pinterest. If you want more inspiration on life hacks for working women, visit 360 Life Strategies on Facebook. Yeah, or you can check out Daily Inspiration for the Working Girl on Instagram. Just look for Donna Carlson 360. Tell your friends about this podcast, would you? It's available on iTunes, Spotify, and just about everywhere you find podcasts. So glad you joined us, and I hope you'll come again next week.